my name is Todd. This is Kathy. Welcome back to another episode of Zen Parenting Radio. This is podcast number 509. Why listen to Zen Parenting Radio? Because you'll feel outstanding. And who doesn't want to feel outstanding? And always remember that the best predictor of a child's well-being is a parent's self-understanding. On today's show, we are going to share some inspiration from some very special people. Yes. These very special people... Are going to be where? At our... Zen Parenting Conference, everybody. Zen Parenting Conference. Fifth annual. So in celebration of the fifth annual, I got this from my Sesame Street YouTube clip. Sweetie, I do, but as I mentioned, it doesn't really work because they're yeah, not because they say five in the beginning, they say five in the beginning, yeah, and then they say five a bunch of other times, okay, but they go to 12. I know, so five, see, oh, yeah, okay, they say five, that's right, okay, I, I'll take it. Um, so I say we just kind of jump next week, we're gonna have uh, John Duffy on as the first of a two part interview that we did regarding his new book. Um, so I just wanted to preview that. Um, was I supposed to pull up a clip from Duffy or no? No, I, I have that ready here. Oh, that's right. I got it on here. So, so everybody, um, hopefully you've been to our conferences before. And if you have not, you are missing out. That's right. Don't, um, don't have FOMO. Don't have FOMO. Come to our conference. And when I say you're missing out, not only on the enjoyment of you know, being with a bunch of like-minded people in a really warm environment, but there's always a lot to learn. And that's really the focus of this year. Our um, our theme is there's more to the story. Moss to the story. Moss to the story, more to the story. And the reason that we felt like that theme really fit our speakers and what we want to do this year is that we're really questioning these stories that we've learned over time when it comes to parenting, when it comes to gender, when it comes to leadership, like we've been told a lot of stories as we've grown up and evolved that either through, you know, our parents taught us or society told us. And it's time to start questioning all that and rewriting our own story. And when I say questioning, diving deeper into what it really means, like just on the very basic level, like with parenting, a lot of us parent the way we were parented. And we don't question or look at our story and say, what worked? What didn't work? What would I like to continue doing? What would I like to evolve in myself and my parenting so I can create a different outcome as far as maybe relationship with my kids so they have a better self-understanding, whatever it may be. Never stop learning, sweetie. Never stop learning. And so there's more to the story is our way of saying that you can dive deeper into these issues. You can look at, there. it's not, nothing is black and white. No. Nothing, you know, Todd and I are not into, um, you know, those dualistic thinking where you're either here or there. There's all this in between. There's all this gray, but we have to be willing to look and to listen and to learn from people who are having experiences that maybe we're not having. We have to learn to become allies to people. We have to learn to um, listen to our kids and recognize their experience is not like ours. Even though I love to share with my girls and say, oh, I know what you're feeling. I had the same experience. I didn't. They are a completely different generation. We can relate, but we can't say we, we can have relate the same. if we're lucky. 
if we're lucky. So there's more to the story. That's right. You're going to be seeing a lot of that on social media, <laughs> newsletters, because that's a tagline. What was last year's? Oh, I'm, I'm actually looking at it. Year year two. Did we have a theme for yeah, year it one? Yeah, uh, it was the brave one. It was... Um, get your brave on? Get your brave on. And then yeah. year two was be a force for good? Be a for- no, that was year three. Oh, year three. Be that was with Cheryl Strayed and Mike Domish and Milk. Um, and then year two was Rob Bell. That's Let's Get Real. Let's Get Real. That Actually, was... Let's Get Real was the first and the second year. Oh, really? I think. Oh, I don't know. We don't have a poster for the first up Well, there. yeah. The first year was called the Let's Get Real Conference. Second year, we continued with that theme. And the third year, we decided to do Be a Force for Good. Um, so, for... yeah. Uh, Let's Get Real was Rosalind Wiseman, Ali Smith, Rob Bell. And then last year was... We already did that one. Remember? We did? We just said, um, get your brave on. But that was with whom? Oh, I'm sorry. With uh, Glennon and Abby and Julie, uh, Lithcott Hames and Devorah. And don't and, forget about Jamal. And Jamal and Alexandra Solomon and uh, JD. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, who do we have, sweetie? So Ladies do you, first. Do you have any um, drum roll? Oh, I do have a drum okay, roll. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, because I knew that we wanted to talk about um, leadership when it comes to women and un- be- finding an expert in the emotional lives of girls and women, because we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be a girl and a woman and be a leader and be empowered, we had to go to the expert who happens to be Rachel Simmons. Yay, Rachel Simmons. Let me do my claps. Okay. Rachel Simmons. So Rachel Simmons is a best-selling author, educator, consultant, helping girls and women become their their authentic, assertive, and resilient selves. She has written three books that I recommend all the time. Um, Odd Girl Out is the first one. The second one is The Curse of the Good Girl, which is probably the book I recommend the most to women. Um, We've done a lot of shows where we talk about this book, you know, the basically how we are raised by society and that we, how it, um, the push pull of having to be assertive, but be good and having to be kind, but speak our truth. It's like a constant back and forth. And then her most recent book, I think came out about a year ago is called enough as she is. Mm -hmm. So Rachel Simmons is, um, an expert on helping girls become leaders in a world that too often tells our girls to be quiet, not assertive, differential, not opinionate, not opinionated, meek, insecure, and not confident, Rachel says otherwise. And she has the advice and research to back it up. So all of her books are must-reads for girls and women, because women are, we, gro- are just grown-up girls. We are grown-up girls. So we have experienced, you know, I was just saying before that we aren't living the same lives as our girls. Um, and Rachel speaks to that, sure. how this generation is so different. But at the same time, there's many things that we experienced as far as the societal pressure and the expectation of what it means to be a girl. And a lot of us haven't resolved that right. within ourselves. I'm sure I, I mean, I, I feel like I work on this all the time. Yeah. And so she is one of our favorites, one of our go-tos, somebody I follow all the time. Um, and um, actually, that all that stuff that I just read about Rachel, where I said she's the expert on helping girls become leaders, mm-hmm. et cetera, that was a quote uh, by Sheryl Sandberg mm. about Rachel. Rachel, wow. Um, so... It's pretty um, good company. I, yeah. I mean, she, she is considered the person. Um, I kind of put... I when I think about girl culture, um, the two people I go to are Rachel Simmons and Rosalind Wiseman. Yeah. So, and by the way, this is totally nothing to do with Rachel. I have a cold. Yeah. 
Just so an FYI. Just not that you guys can't already tell, but I'm very aware I sound this way, but I'm so much better than I was yesterday that I'm on top of the world about it. Um, so why don't you, so people can get an idea of sure. who Rachel is. Um, she was on Good Morning America recently, and this is just So this is about, an, uh, about a 90 seconds. Miserable Inside says a new book, Enough As She Is. Educator Rachel Simmons has spent years documenting the state of young women and says research shows that girls today are showing rates of depressive symptoms more than twice as much as boys. Do you have downtime? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> you all laugh. <laughs> you know, I don't find myself with a lot of downtime, and when I do have downtime, I don't really know what to do with it. Like, what should I be doing now? Like, I'm checking my lists, making sure that there's not something that I'm missing. It's something I'm working really hard to add to my schedule, to make a part of my routine, because I think it's so important. You need things that bring you joy. I actually have a lot of downtime, um, but I factor in my downtime for my self-care. So what does that include, your self-care and your downtime? So I don't study after dinner um, at all, and I do all my studying before dinner. It's worked really well for me because at the end of the day, I feel like I accomplished something. Let me ask you, when we're talking about stress, finish this sentence for me. Sometimes I worry that I Sometimes I worry that I'm not good enough. I think that in an environment like this, it's very easy to compare yourself to the person sitting next to you. Um, and that can definitely start these things in your head instantly about you're not good enough or you're not worthy. I try not to compare myself to others, but I think it happens naturally just because we're living in a space where like, we're constantly seeing other people's performance and successes. I'm working on trying to like look inwards and really just focus on myself. You know there we go. So that was, um, there was a group of girls that yeah. she was speaking with and also that the commentator was speaking with about, you know, how they do feel enough or if they do feel like enough. Um, so you were hearing from some younger girls talking about their experiences and all of these things, what I love about what Rachel's doing, she's worked with girls her whole career and she's very, you know, she reminds me very much so of our other two speakers that we're going to talk about because she's completely up to date with where girls are today, what's happening, what their daily experiences are. Um, and I feel like she can shed a lot of light on um, not only for the parents that are coming, but the therapists, the educators. And I'm hoping, as we say, as at least we've said for the last three years, please bring your teens. Yeah. If you want an opportunity for your girls to feel seen and, and heard. And have some conversations with them. And have some conversations on the way home, bring your daughters. Um, because this is about their experience. Like I, my daughters still, even though they've loved every speaker we've had, my oldest daughter still brings up Rosalind Wiseman yeah. from a couple of years ago because she was like, there's a person who knows what I'm experiencing. Yeah. And so it, it gave her a sense of I'm not alone. This is normal. This is typical. Um, and, you know, this is about social media. Yeah. This is about the expectations that we have on girls. This is about sexuality. This is about um, all the pressures that they feel today. So there was one more clip, sure. uh, Todd, of a, I think it was a speaking engagement that um, Rachel had at Google. Yep. And so this is just part of her talk. I think it illustrates what people would call gender norms. Some of the unwritten rules that girls and guys grow up with about how you're supposed to act. And what I also like about that activity, and it's a great one to do with your own family, is it allows us to think not just about the space that guys might be given to take up with their bodies, but also with their voices and their opinions and their appetites. Because when I ask you to sit like a girl, everyone suddenly gets smaller. 
And so there are also messages that girls get about the permission they should be taking up or not taking up, um, the space that they should be taking up or not taking up with their voices and their opinions. Um, and why does this matter? Well, it matters because in addition to this pressure that girls get not to take up too much space, we have also said to girls, hey, guess what? You can go do and be anything. So we've said to girls, like, would you like to go now be an engineer? Fantastic. Would you like to go work at Google and study cognitive science and, you know, do robotics? Absolutely awesome. What we haven't done is we haven't said to them, but you don't have to worry about being liked anymore. You don't have to worry about pleasing others anymore. You don't have to worry about having that perfect bikini body anymore. What psychologists call what girls are facing right now is role overload which basically means too many roles for one person to play. Boom. That is, I think, Rachel's specialty right now, is talking about the role overload that girls and women face. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I need to cough. Hold on. Go ahead. <coughs> cough it up and, and, and use as much space as you need to. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And right before Even that the clip. way you used to sneeze, you know, you have this like meek little sneeze. Right. And the way I sneeze and my dad sneezes, oh, it's brutal, we're going to like take down the neighborhood. I know. And so who's right? Are we okay with me having the loudest sneeze ever or are you not okay because you hold it in? Well, and I think there's somewhere in between like that, that clip is from before that clip begins. She has everybody in the audience do an exercise of sit like a guy and then sit like a girl yeah. and the sit like a guy thing. What does everybody do? They kind of man spread, yep. you know, they like get their legs out and they yep. take up a lot of space. And then when you sit like a girl, you cross your legs, you get smaller. And so there's somewhere in between because I, I, in no way am I saying we all need to sit the same way. That's just the metaphor. It just is, can, can maybe in the more traditional, um, and again, I'm being very, um, stereotyping here, but you know, can men be more thoughtful of sure. their environment sure. and can women understand that they belong mm -hmm. in their environment? Yeah, it's the nuance. Between it's the, the nuance two. between. Um, wonderful. So should we go on to, uh, the next guest? Yes. Okay. Uh, before we do that quick plug, I think tomorrow being Wednesday, we're going to have a new pop culturing episode uh -huh. on a little movie I like to call Shawshank Redemption. Are you the only one who likes to call well, it Well, some other people might also. So if you haven't yet subscribed to Pop Culturing, do it. We have about nine movies on there now. Mm -hmm. uh, and our 10th one will be tomorrow for Shawshank, as long as we can watch it today and record tomorrow. So we can do we'll it. See. Um, so the next one, here we go. That was a long one. Yes. Mr. Tony Porter. He is a, I'm going to give him applause too. Tony's an author, educator, and activist working to advance social justice issues, and he's the CEO of an organization called Call to Men. Uh, Porter is internationally recognized uh, in his efforts to prevent violence against women while promoting a healthy and respectful manhood. And his 2010 TED Talk has been named by GQ Magazine as one of the top 10 talks every man should see. So while... We think Rachel Simmons is the person for women's leadership. Yeah. I consider Tony Porter the person for healthy masculinity. Agreed. He's one of, I would say, him and... Jackson Katz. Jackson Katz. And then there's a few other guys that I hold in very high regard. But Tony is, as far as I'm concerned, on top. I've loved Tony Porter ever since I saw that TED Talk. And I show that TED Talk, which is called The Man Box, 
to my college class every year. Um, and so the he's the CEO of A Call to Men, uh, which is a violence prevention organization and respected leader on issues of manhood, male socialization, and its intersection with violence and preventing violence against all women and girls. And this is, I'm going to play maybe a minute. Uh, this is his intro of the TED Talk. So if you haven't seen this yet, you can just Google TED Talk Tony Porter and you'll find it. But uh, here's Tony. I want to hear, I want to make sure you guys hear his voice because we're going to play a few other clips where it's uh, more of a dialogue. So it's important that you hear his voice. So I grew up in uh, New York City between Harlem and the Bronx. Growing up as a boy, we was taught that men had to be tough, had to be strong, had to be courageous, dominating, no pain, no emotions, with the exception of anger and definitely no fear. That men are in charge, which means women are not. That men lead, and you should just follow and just do what we say. That men are superior, women are inferior. That men are strong, women are weak. That women are of less value property of men and objects, particularly sexual objects. I've later come to know that to be the collective socialization of men, better known as the man box. And I don't know if he uh, conceived of the term man box or not. I, a lot of people give him credit for credit it. For mm -hmm. it. I'll ask him when I see him because mm -hmm. um, I'll be interested to hear what he says. And it doesn't really matter if he did or didn't. It's, it's, um, it's a tool that I use all the time when I'm talking to men and boys in regarding healthy masculinity. So, And his story in that TED Talk is pretty powerful. Very much so. Yeah. Very, very much so. So I want to play 40 more seconds of the same TED Talk, because I think it's powerful, and then we'll have a quick dialogue. I can remember speaking to a 12-year-old boy, a football player, and I asked him, I said, how would you feel if in front of all the players, your coach told you you were playing like a girl? Now, I expected him to say something like, I'd be sad, I'd be mad, I'd be angry, or something like that. No, the boy said to me, the boy said to me, it would destroy me. And I said to myself, God, if it would destroy him to be called a girl, what are we then teaching him about girls? That kind of like just sums it up, <laughs> sums right? it up in such a powerful way. Um, and can you see, can you pick up on a theme here? And we're going to talk a little bit more about what comes after, uh, what else we're going to do at the conference, but empowering women and girls. Empowering men. From Rachel. With their full story yes. of who they are. Yes. And then educating or informing or inspiring or empowering men to understand what healthy masculinity looks like. And again, you can kind of, you know, we're, uh, you know, understand our theme. There's more to the story about being a girl and a woman. There's more to the story about being a boy and a man. Right. We are given these scripts and these themes that we follow without question. And then when we start to do a deep dive into who we are and who we believe we're supposed to be, we, we realize that we have the power to rewrite our own story, right. that we get to decide. Um, are you going to play anything from Tony in the yes. the Justin Baldoni yeah. thing? Okay, because that is a couple of years. Do you want me to set sure, this up? Sure, go ahead. So a couple of years ago, um, Justin Baldoni, who is an actor, he's on Jane the Virgin, and he's been in a few other things. He put together this kind of, what did he call that I'm, talk? I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, it's basically he just put together a group of people of um 
basically well-known men um, to to talk about me too and mm. talk about the things that are changing yeah. in not only the the acting industry um, but just everywhere. Mm. And one of the people that he invited uh, was Tony Porter, yeah. um, our speaker. And Tony Porter ended up being kind of the the go-to person in the discussion yeah, because people look to him, to him within these four experts or at least these four individuals. Do you and, know who was in this table read who people um, now know really well? Uh, yeah, the Taylor Swift guy. Yeah, Scooter Braun was one of the people in this table read. Um, and when I say table read, that's not the right language. It's this, a discussion that they videotaped. Yes, this table. The, yeah, Authentic this, discussion amongst four men talking about healthy mess. Was it only four? It was Lewis Howes. Okay, Lewis Justin Howes. Baldoni. Okay. Uh, Tony Porter, Tony Porter, and then one other guy who I loved, but I didn't recognize him. Scooter Braun, Scooter Braun, and, and then, then one that, other guy. the other guy who was like a, I feel like he and uh, he Justin and, were really good friends. Yeah. yeah. So it was just a great conversation of what it means to be a man, how they were raised, and then how they wanted to raise their sons. So I think it's, um, I think it's, it's on the A Call to Men website. Uh-huh. So if anybody wants to go to a call to men dot org. And you'll be able to see the video. And you could also just go on YouTube, pull up Justin Baldoni and me too. Sure. We've talked about this on the show before. No, it was a year or two ago. podcast number 449. Nice, Todd. I got it. Okay, so play it. Um, So here we go. And it's a few people exchanging ideas, but you should recognize Tony's voice because you just heard him two seconds ago. So We got to like investigate, right? And talk about. See, women don't tell us. Women don't tell us on a day-to-day basis what they they experience. Because they all day. Well, well, think about it. Think about it. Well, they protect us. Every day. They protect us. Yeah. You know, if your wife came home every day and told you every thing a guy did or said to you, what were you going to do with that? And wanted to kill everybody. Wow. they, They actually protect us from ourselves, you know? They carry that burden. And the truth be told, they might have to tell us about some of our friends. You know, they love us, they live in community with us, they care about us, and then they have to protect themselves from us at the same time. Mm. They don't burden us with our behaviors. That makes me want to go. So, I don't know, I just feel like he's just, he has this wisdom and kind of like this grandfather energy. He's not that old of a man, but he still carries that energy of... Well, he is the wise voice at the table. Yes, He's the one they all look to, and we feel so lucky to have him. Yeah, when we got him, we're like, because in previous years we had we had attempted as well, yeah. and so we just were really excited. That um, so here. one more clip, and then we'll move on to the next guest. Let me just answer that piece, and then we we'll throw it back out. We did a survey of about three hundred boys, right? And somewhere around 80% of them did not know what consent was. High school, middle school age boys, right? Is it because they don't know what consent meant? Or they don't care. Well, it's, all of that gets blended in there. Because caring to know means you care, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of time not knowing, you know, ignorance breeds that. So all of that's mixed in there. So- and media. I would say, like, I was watching a show the other day. All right, good enough. So hopefully that gives you at least uh, a taste of what both Rachel and Tony are going to bring to the table. So if you are a man... And we're really focusing on bringing men to this conference yes, this year. Then this is the conference for you. So if you are a man, if you are a male teen, if you are a father, if you are a teacher, if you are a therapist, this is for you. Um, and it is also just an opportunity for parents who are raising girls and boys, either both, you know, yep. m- like our family, we're raising daughters, but we feel like we need to have an understanding 
just as well of men, boys, teenage boys and their experience. And now because we have so many teenage boys that tend to be hanging out because they're friends with our daughters, we are experiencing those interactions as well. And obviously, you know, my nephew. And Mm -hmm. so you, there's something for everybody at this conference. Um, Well, my goal is always to have as close to a 50-50 split between male to female. Um, It's never been there. It's never been there. Um, But however, we just did a screening of that Jackson Katz documentary, and that was 75% men. It was. So guys, I know you're out there. Just prioritize this. Come with or without your wife or your partner. It doesn't really matter. Um, And and, bring your teen boys. And bring your boys with you. Because in the middle of the day which is not something that we usually do at the conference because it's usually one keynote and the keynote speaking to everybody. What are we doing this year? So one of our new things, one of the, some of the feedback we got from previous years is people didn't feel like they had enough time with each speaker. So this year, Rachel and Tony are going to be doing a breakout session in the middle of the day. So you're going to hear from both of them because the first year we did breakouts and people are like, I want to see everybody. So we're kind of solving that problem by making sure they're both keynotes. So you're going to get to see both of them. So Rachel's in the morning. But in the, and and Tony is at the end of the day. At the end of the day. But in the middle of the day, you get to do a hour long breakout with either Rachel or Tony. So you can have more time to ask questions, have it be a smaller group, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, definitely bring your daughter or your your son. Mm-hmm. And, and again, when I say teenage, 12 and up yeah. is fine. Sure. Um, I feel like that content, is, and even for some people, they'll be like, what about 11? You know your kid. Yeah. You know, if Use they're your ready discretion. for this. Yeah. Um, and so it's an opportunity to spend more time with them. They're both going to be doing book signings also. So, because I know last year we didn't have as many book signings, and this year they're both going to do it. Um, so, this is a deeper dive. Mm-hmm. This year, Todd and I really sat down and said, how about not? as many people, but a deeper dive with the people that we and have. And not only that, you've always done a pre-conference workshop for women yes. and usually gets 50 to 70 women show up. This year we're offering something for men. I'm going to be off, I'm going to be facilitating it with my co-founder of the Tribe Men's Group, Frank Dago, and I'm really hoping we can get some of the men to sign up. And that's on Friday afternoon from 3 to 5. So um, as Todd said, 3 to 5 that Friday, there's my regular pre-conference workshop, which is called Rewrite the Story on Learning What Hurts and Living Your Desires. Basically, it's starting that process of looking into what we were taught about ourselves and starting to unwind that. And then Todd's pre-conference workshop from 3 to 5 is called Building Connections and Redefining Masculinity. So both of these are a good kickoff Mm -hmm. for the rest of the weekend. It's a way to get in. And like Todd said, the, the, the men's workshop is new yeah. because usually I'm just offering one, yeah. but now there, there's we, one we for We want to create space for guys because this has happened in the past. Some of the guys that show up like, hey, man, I'm just sitting here in my hotel room while my wife is at Kathy's pre-conference right. workshop. We want to offer something. So if there is a, a, a year to for both partners to show up to something like this, this would be the year. Okay. and But wait, there's more. So, okay. <laughs> so we have more. So the other thing that Todd and I realized is we talked about basically our two areas of expertise, because I tend to work with women, Todd tends to work with men. And so we're like, okay, we've got that established. But we also know that gender is broader than that. We understand that not everybody defines themselves or identifies as being gender specific. We know um, even within our own community, um, 
transgender identity, uh, non-binary identity. And again, we're going to focus specifically on gender. Mm -hmm. I had a talk with one of my girlfriends about this because we were going to have, um, we were going to talk maybe about gender and sexuality, but they're, they're two very different things. And we decided since we're focusing on gender in this, you know, conference that we would have a panel specific to transgender and non-binary identity. So people could not only um, people on the panel could share their story, but people could ask questions and become more educated because we have so many misconceptions or no education at all. No, you know, like where we were, we're never taught this. This is and and here's the thing: I it's not new. No, it's been around forever. But what it's becoming is more commonly accepted, more understood. Um, there's more people speaking out, advocating. There's more allies. There's it's, and if you are a therapist or an educator, this is essential. Mm-hmm. Like I was just on the Human Rights Campaign website, and there's so much information for schools, teachers, um, therapists, uh, counselors, because this is. A part of our norm now. You have to understand not only the laws, but you have to understand the language, the pronouns. There is so much to learn, know, respect, understand. And even within that, you've got to keep listening and asking questions. Yep. I mean, even in the, all the stuff I've said right here, I'm sure that I've made some mistakes yep. in how I'm speaking. And not, and I'm not, I'm not saying that in a fearful way. I'm saying I'm still learning myself. Because um, it seems to continue to evolve too, right? Exactly. It well, it evolves. And Terminology. It, it does. You, you know, know, it used to be just gay and lesbian. Now it's L- LGBT. You know, like. Well, and gay and lesbian is sexuality. Right. No, I know. I'm just talking about how things are different the now community. than they were yes. back when we were. Absolutely. The community as a whole has, you know, has definitely evolved and, and the language is evolving and we need to understand these pronouns and we need to understand what it means to be transgender. We need to understand not only the experience of the child, but the parent. And so we, in the middle of the day where Rachel is in the morning and, um, Tony is in the afternoon, midday, we're having this panel. Um, so I already have a few people that I know that are going to be on the panel. Um, but it's not complete yet, which is, why I I wanted to wait on, um, you know, sharing the people who will be there. Um, But so it's another opportunity. Even if you haven't had a personal experience with this yet, it gives you more of a reason to go. Sure. Because for you to understand, especially in our kids' generation, this is very common for them. Even if it isn't their experience or their identity, it is something they're seeing and understanding all the time. Like you... um, you were talking about the show Euphoria. Yes. Okay, so this is a show that my oldest daughter really likes. Um, but first of all, my daughter, my oldest daughter is 16 going on 17, pretty yeah. close to it. So she's an older teen. Yeah. So it's not appropriate for kids, correct, Todd? It is not appropriate for kids. They give the warning signs before. It's an HBO show, and it's about teenagers uh high school students going through life and it's sex, drugs, friendship, love, trauma. It's really heavy. Isn't Zendaya's girlfriend though, or good friend, isn't she transgender? I've only seen the first episode. I don't know. I haven't done any of the backup research on any of them. Okay. I feel like the actress is. I believe she is. Yes. And so this is, you know, and this is, and, and, you know, we all know Laverne Cox. We all know Janet Mock. Like this is. um, You're saying we all know. I don't know. Oh, you don't? No. Okay. So. These are people who have, well, you know, 
you know, Caitlyn Jenner. Sure. You know, so this has become more common for us. We see it more in our world of media and we're seeing it more in our schools and we're seeing it more with our kids' friends or our own children. So again, this is just an opportunity for us to become more educated, every single one of us, and for us to identify with these families and become allies with these families because it's not just about them. It's about us supporting. Community. Community. Um, So that will be exciting. And then what about Friday night? So Friday night, wait, there's more. Um, Friday night, we have our third speaker, or actually I should say our panel is kind of, you know, those are our speakers, our people on our panel. But then our Friday night speaker is our friend, Dr. John Duffy. Um, We should have done the drum. There we go. long. I know. It's good though. Dr. John Duffy. So if you guys probably know, or you may not know, but he has a new book um, called Parenting Teens in the Age of Anxiety. And it is, I would say all the speaking engagements that I've been asked to do this year, all they want me to talk about is anxiety, stress and anxiety, stress and anxiety. These are the things that parents are most concerned about for their teens, but also for their young kids. And he is the go-to person. Again, we wanted to get the best of the best. And so John has been at our conference every year and he's been part of a panel. Minus year one. I don't think we knew him year one. Are you sure? Was he? Maybe he was. Maybe he was a, he was yeah, a keynote he was at year there. one. Yes, he was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he spoke year it one. It was Shafali and uh, yeah, JD. Exactly. Um, but what he's going to be doing is doing uh, an hour of, he's obviously going to introduce his book and talk about his expertise, but then he's going to just be there to answer questions for all of you. Um, if you have questions about your child's anxiety or what anxiety looks like or what you can do when your child is experiencing anxiety, how you can decrease your own anxiety. This is the guy. So that's Friday night. Um, but there's more. But wait, there's more. So Todd and I are um, going to... Do we want to play this uh, quick oh, yeah, clip yeah, yeah. on Duffy? I don't want to go too fast over Duffy. Um, Todd's going to play a clip from him. And as Todd said at the beginning of the show, he's going to... Our next two shows... Yeah. Podcast on- 510 and Podcast 511, they're both... 45-minute interviews with uh, John Duff. We had to split it in two because we went too long, but it's That's all next about, week and the week after that. It's all about weed and alcohol and gaming. It's just very teenage-centric stuff, and it's current. Yes. So anyways. And this clip that Todd is going to play, John Duffy, I think my friend, is probably on the most like TV shows and radio shows he's in Chicago. He's a He moves. He does. And so this is on, uh, he's on a morning show talking about anxiety. Um, so this is just a clip of him. And welcome back. Well, a recent New York Times article said college students are more stressed out and anxious than ever before. But it's not just older kids. Even very young children now show signs of stress. So why are kids so anxious and how can parents help? Dr. John Duffy is a clinical psychologist and national speaker on relationships, parenting, teens and families. He also wrote this best-selling book. It is called The Available Parent. Today he is here to help kids who have anxiety. And it's helping not just kids, but you help parents too because some of the anxiety Anxiety comes from us. Yeah, right? an awful lot of the anxiety that kids suffer comes from our fear and our anxiety about whether they're going to be successful, whether it's going to be what we picture, you know. And so we tend to micromanage and clamp down and over schedule and over parent our kids, which exacerbates the problem for our kids. Doesn't mm-hmm. make it easier. Yeah, well, that's I hate what that I was doing. That. Is, is it realistic that a child so young could even have their own anxiety, or is this all stemming from? 
what they're seeing or learning? I think it starts with us. Mm -hmm. It starts with parents. I think social media plays a role. You know, I, there's this immediacy and in this urgency in the teen and mm -hmm. tween years, you know, like from eight or nine on. But yeah. really, the, the core of the anxiety that kids experience comes from our anxiety, no mm -hmm. doubt about it. Which is good news for parents because that gives us some agency over it. It means yeah. like, okay, we can do something about this, right? If we can calm our own nerves, we can help our kids calm theirs. Mm. So that's part of a TV interview, and um, it's 11 minutes, which is fine. Um, but That was a perfect place to stop. Next week, we get into it. Yes. In the best ways. Yes. So anyways, so yeah, JD, so what else is it happens, happens on Friday night? So before John um, does his talk about anxiety, Todd and I are going to do a talk called Sex Education for Parents and Teens. Nice. So it's kind of like the more you know. Your teenagers um, love it. I know. Yay, well, and let's the, go talk about sex with mom and dad. The reason that Todd and I wanted to do a sex talk is that this is an essential discussion for all genders. Um, to be able to start these conversations early, to know how to do it, to have the right language, to be able to stop talking and listen, to be able to make it a normal part of our communication with our kids. Um, it, it can be challenging, which is why we're calling it sex ed for parents, because really a lot of the problem um, is that parents feel so uncomfortable yeah, that they don't own, bring it up. It's our own discomfort. Exactly. So we have to first learn sex education for ourselves. And again, realize that there's more to the story, that we carried around. Like, I heard someone say this the other day, and I thought, gosh, this is so true. I think it was in Dan Siegel's book um, about the brain, but that you know, we know that neurons that fire together wire together, right? Mm -hmm. And neurons in the brain. And so if your sexuality is beginning to, you know, it's you're starting to notice, you're starting to notice things, you're starting to notice feelings. And then you're either taught nothing or you're taught to quit thinking about it or you should be ashamed of yourself. You can understand why those neurons fire together. And when neurons fire together, they wire together. Mm -hmm. And so that's why sex and shame often go together in the brain. Yeah. And if the way that we combat that is we decrease the shame by communicating the normalcy of it. We don't have to have all the answers, you guys. Todd and I are not going to give a presentation on say this, then do this, and then speak this, and then give this perfect book. It's about being comfortable with the discussion and the not knowing, but at least having some understanding of our kids' generation um, so we can talk about things with some sense of... Um, understanding about what they're seeing and experiencing and even like, you know, the TV show you're talking about, like Euphoria, yeah. you know, like this is something they see and has become normalized yeah. for a lot of them. Yeah. And we have to, instead of going into a conversation, you know, like I always think about how many parents have said to us, well, my kid's turning 13. Do you think I should have the talk? <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. You know, like, and don't feel bad if that's you right now, because there's always hope, but in a perfect situation, I think the Dutch start having sex ed classes for their children when they're like four years old. And and it's not sex education like here's what sex is. Right. It's body awareness. Yeah. It's understanding the feelings are normal. It's um, you know relating to how your body reacts to things. Like that can start so early. And we still have this old story. Again, you know, there's more to the story. We're rewriting the story here. This old story that if we talk about something, then it ruins our child's innocence. And I 
think it's the opposite. Yeah. I think the less we talk about things, the more we make things unknown, the more that we pretend we're not seeing, the more that we make our children feel ashamed about the feelings that they have, that's when it that's when their innocence, you know, goes away and they act on their curiosities instead of asking questions about their curiosities. So we're going to have a sex talk. Um, bring your teens. Um, uh, and you it, know, it won't be too scary. No, no. I think it's going to be a great, we're not going to make it uncomfortable for right. people. I think it's going to be a great way to open some lines of communication. And a disarming one. Cause you're not sitting across the dining room table with your kid. You you're guys, listening to us. you're with each other, listening to us. And then hopefully it will spur some type of conversation. Like I didn't know what Todd was talking about or what, how about when Kathy said this, like, it's just easier that way. It is. And we'll use humor and we'll mm -hmm. use media and pop culture and things that make it more digestible. Yeah. Like we're not going to, you know, we're not going to be those sex educators who just use a bunch of words and then no. leave you feeling uncomfortable. No. So we'll talk for an hour or so. And then Duffy will come on and talk about anxiety. And then he's going to do a book signing also because everybody needs to get his new book. Absolutely. Even if you don't have a teen yet, you're going to have a teen mm -hmm. because his in his book, he actually says teenage years began around eight. Yep. Not to scare you, but he, what he's trying to say is they're exposed to things that teenagers used to be exposed older to. Older brothers, older sisters. Exactly. Yeah. Kids so, have to grow up faster than they did in the past. So the schedule again, Friday from three to five, pre-conference workshop with me or with Todd. Then seven o'clock, Todd and I, sex education for parents and adults or parents and teens. Then after us is Duffy talking about anxiety with teens and parents and then his book signing. And then on Saturday, I'm going by memory. So stop me if I'm not doing this right. I think you're so far so good. Okay. Saturday morning, um, we'll have yoga as usual. And then um, our opening keynote is Rachel Simmons talking about girls, uh, girls' emotional well-being, women's leadership, um, and, and gender norms. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> My voice is going. And then there will be a um, midday that will take – she kind of goes for a while, and then she's going to do a book signing. Um, then there'll be a lunch, and then there'll be that midday breakout where yeah. you choose either Rachel or Tony. After that breakout is over, we come back together. We have the panel on transgender and non-binary identity. So we get an opportunity to learn and also ask some questions. And then after that, a break. And then we end with Tony Porter doing his keynote about healthy masculinity. Uh, two days of uh, inspiration and tools. I'm actually more excited about this one than I have about any years past, just because I think it's going to be a little bit more resource driven. We're going to take a deeper dive. In the past, I've loved all our speakers, but I feel like the dots didn't connect as well. And I feel like the dots truly do connect this year than they have in the years past. Yeah. every There's a purpose and meaning to every single person who's going to be there. Everybody's information overlaps on the other person's information. Yeah. So we're excited. So um, me being Thrifty McSaves a lot, if you want to um, join us, just go to our website, zenparentingradio.com, and click on events, uh, and you'll be able to see something there. But if you want to give yourself a discount, you join Team Zen first and then buy your conference ticket because you get like 10% off. Yeah, and right now it's early bird. Yeah. So you're already getting early bird savings, mm -hmm. and that lasts until that's a couple months. I don't know if we've decided when it ends. But right now you get early bird, so jump on it. Don't wait. 
um, and your teens are still $25. Yep. And But if you join, join Team Zen, then it comes down another 10%. And what is Team Zen? It's zero pressure, 100% support. We're actually going to have John Duffy as our guest sometime in, I think, this month where he talks to the Team Zen members and the Team Zen members get to ask questions. Um, 62 private podcasts that is only available to... Uh, teams and members, you get an opportunity for questions and answers. We have a teams, we have a Zen talk this Thursday, Facebook community amongst many other things. So it's going to be off the hook. Um, I talked about uh, pop culturing. I do want to throw a shout out to Jeremy Kraft. He's a bald head of beauty. He does painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area. Uh, Avidco.net 630-956-1800. Uh, what am I forgetting? Well, if you, again, you know, conferences, our themes out there, everything's opening up. If you are someone who would like to sponsor. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <coughs> excuse me. Sponsor the conference. Please let us know. Contact Todd. Yeah, at, just shoot me an uh, email at Todd at ZenParentingRadio.com. Right, because we're now just building our sponsors. And, um, you know, especially if you work in this field, mm-hmm. especially if you work with girls or you work with boys or men or women or you talk about sex education or you talk about the LGBTQ community or, um, you know, anything that has to do with our theme, more to the story. If you want to get your business or brand in front of a bunch of engaged parents, this is your opportunity. It is. Um, And then I also do uh, one-on-one coaching with guys. If you're interested, go to toddadamscoaching.com. Go to uh, first sessions free. And then the tribe is going strong. We have 11 events in the next two and a half months, Uh, virtual meetings, in-person meetings, uh, philanthropy stuff, uh, go to tribemensgroup.org to learn uh, to learn more. And if you can't come to, you know, we haven't even said when the conference is. Oh, Shame yeah. on us. February 28th and 29th, 2020. Um, if you can't make it to Chicago in February, and why wouldn't you want to come to Chicago in February? That's right. Um, come see us at 1440 in California, um, October 27th through 29th. 25th through 27th. I was close. 25th through 27th. Um, and we'll be there talking about Zen parenting. We'll yeah. be there talking about self-awareness and self-compassion and um, how to communicate with your kids. So you can come see us there and do a weekend workshop with us. All on the web page as on parentingradio.com. Click on events. So um, anything else, sweetie? I think that's it. I'm so excited about this year. Me too. Um, please join us. Um, make sure you get your tickets early. Bring your teens. Tell your friends. Teens are only 25 bucks with a paid adult. Yeah. So we can't wait to see you. All right, guys. Keep trucking. Thanks for listening, everyone. Remember to subscribe to Zen Parenting so you never miss an episode and feel free to leave a review on iTunes. It helps people find us. And while you're there, subscribe to our other podcast, Pop Culturing. Pop Culturing is a Generation X viewpoint on movies, TV, with an emphasis on personal growth and self-awareness. It's basically the flip side of Zen Parenting Radio. We've already done Dead Poets Society, Say Anything, Sex in the City, Swingers, Bridesmaids, Stand By Me, a whole bunch of it. Basically, it was the podcast we were searching for, so we decided to create it. And it's time to get your tickets for the Zen Parenting Conference 2020. I got my tickets. The Chicago Tribune called it Lollapalooza for Parents. Parentapalooza. Yes. Zen Parenting Conference is like Lollapalooza for Parents. Um, So this year, we have women and girls leadership expert, Rachel Simmons. Can't wait. And we also have healthy masculinity expert and activist, Tony Porter. I love this man. I know. Todd and I love these two, and we love them so much that not only are they going to be keynotes, but they're also going to be doing midday breakouts. breakouts. So you can get some time with these two experts. This conference is for parents. 
and teenagers. And if you don't have a teenager, but you have a five-year-old, they'll get to be teenagers. So this conference is for you. And for educators and for therapists and for counselors and anybody who works with families or teens. And not just uh, moms. I want the dads. And that's why we're doing, that's what we're doing this year is we're focusing on gender. We're focusing on parenting and we're focusing on leadership. And the theme for this year is there's more to the story. There is. There's more to all of these things than we realize. Um, and pre-conference workshop and Dr. John Duffy. Don't forget about that. Dr. John Duffy is going to be talking about his new book, Parenting the Teen in the Age of Anxiety. And then Todd and I are going to be giving a sex talk to parents and teens. Let's talk about these difficult things that we have such a hard time bringing up so we can support our kids and so our kids feel validated and heard. And we have a pre-conference for moms. And we have a pre-conference workshop for dads. And on Saturday, we have a panel that is going to focus on transgender and on non-binary identification because we are talking about gender, but gender is not what we used to think of it as. That's right. It's not just women and men. There's much in between. So we are going to be discussing that and everyone's going to be leaving this conference with an expanded view of ourselves and others. You're going to leave inspired with tools in the toolbox. Uh, Mark your calendars, October 25th through the 27th. Kathy and I are going to be teaching at 1440 Multiversity in the California Redwoods near Santa Cruz. Uh, if you're interested, just go to our website, click on events. It's going to be off the hook. And then we also have this thing called Teams M, which we talk about every week. Zero pressure, 100% support. Uh, we have two Zen Talks a month. You get an opportunity to ask us questions live. We have experts that we bring on to the Zen Talks. There's 60 plus podcasts that are not available to anybody else other than Team Zen members. There's a micro community, Facebook page, discount off of everything we offer, and it's 25 bucks a month, so you can't beat it. Interested in inviting us to speak at your conference or organization? Go to zenparentingradio.com and submit a speaker request. While you are there, check out our upcoming events, or you can purchase one of my three books. So this fall and this spring, Kathy and I are offering a talk. It's called Sex Education for the 21st Century. If you're interested, just go to our website and you can find out more. Uh, so two things for guys. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching, so if you're interested, guys, go to toddadamscoaching.com for a session is free. We can do it virtually or in person. And don't forget about the Tribe Men's Group. Uh, we have uh, virtual meetings. We have in-person meetings. We do an annual retreat. And all we're trying to do is connect men in an authentic way so that we live longer, more fulfilling lives. And if you ever shop via Amazon, you can help us out by first going through the Amazon link under the Support Us link on our homepage. It doesn't cost anything to you, but we get a small commission from Amazon. Finally, I wanna give special thanks to our founding partner, Jeremy Kraft from Avid Company. He does painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area. Go to avidco.net. Keep on trucking.